Ever since um, I was younger, people would always talk about colleges, like the really hard ones to get into, like Yale and Harvard. So everyone always thinks, oh, I got to get into those really high, like prestigious schools. So I was just wondering, like, how much does the prestige, prestige of a college really matter, like in the long run? That's a great question, right? Like, I think we all go through that. Um, you know, like I got to get into Stanford or I got to apply to like Harvard because we hear about those all the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Mia to answer this question because she got into Berkeley, but she's headed towards San Diego State. And I think that she seems to be thrilled and excited. And so I know for sure that San Diego State is the right place for Mia because she found her fit. But was that a hard decision, Mia, to pass up on Berkeley? And how much did prestige kind of play a role on your whole like choosing schools and so on? Yeah, so right when you said that, I'm like, oh my God, that literally happened to me. But um, yeah, it was really tough because um, I got into San Diego State first. And when I got my acceptance letter, I was like, okay, I probably won't go there, but cool, like whatever. You know, and then I got my Berkeley letter, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm gonna like go to Berkeley like, for sure, for sure. Started doing research and stuff. And then I started seeing like, okay, like, maybe I don't want to go to Berkeley, but it's literally Berkeley. Like who can pass up on that? And, you know, obviously like my friends, like, oh, like, have you committed to Berkeley? Have you come to Berkeley? And then my mom's like, you know, like, when are you going to go to Berkeley? I'm like, I don't know yet. And then you kind of start to see like, or you have to do research, you know? So um, both of them had like international business. Um, I ended up liking the San Diego State one more. I ended up getting to the San Diego State Honors Program, which has a lot of perks and benefits. Um, I like the San Diego like environment better. I don't want to be where it's all gloomy and stuff. Um, I didn't know anyone going to Berkeley. It's too far. So you kind of have to play that like all some of hey, like I really had to make a decision like, do I just go with the name or do I go with what everything makes sense? You know? Um, so it was really hard to kind of push down like the name. But I mean, as long as you get in, or like, you know, I, I can always say like, oh, like I had that option, but I don't think it was worth it to kind of put myself in those, like, I didn't want to be in gloomy weather. I didn't know anyone. I wasn't really going to do, it wasn't exactly international business, or I wasn't going to do exactly what I wanted to do. So like, okay, like I have to make a decision. I have to do what I feel like I'll be more comfortable in and that I feel safer in. So yeah, it was pretty hard, but I just went with that with what kind of made more sense and what my heart wanted to do more. Um, but yeah, it was really hard kind of putting down the, the name, but I got in, so I can always say that, you know, that's not gonna go away ever. So that's what I kind of, that's how I kind of tried figuring that out. But yeah, it was, it was tough. Mia, thanks for being very honest about that. Um, because I think it's important for, you know, like our, our high school students to understand that you also thought about that whole like prestige and, and that's a kind of a, a challenge, something that you kind of kind of had to grapple with. But I love the idea here of finding the best fit for you, because I think that's what it's super important. First of all, you're the one that's going to be there for the next four years, not mom or dad or auntie or uncle or whatever. So you being comfortable in the place where you're going is so important. Um, I remember my brother got into a PhD program at Minnesota University. And because it was one of the top five programs, he, he went and he could not wait to come home because he was frozen for like seven months a year. And he's like a total warm weather kind of guy. And so he ended up doing his thesis uh, PhD kind of back home away from school for like the last two years. So 
I think all those things you mentioned, like how you feel comfortable, how your major fits, the area that you want to be in, those things are so important. And I would say, as again, the old folk who's like now in the workforce, and when I hire a bunch of young instructors, I'm looking for people who want to make like real impact in the world, who want to, you know, come in with a really energetic approach to the job, who have a diligent kind of professional approach. So in reality, I don't know how much the school itself, the name, gets you in the door, but I think what happens is the opportunities that you get when you go there that really matter. Viviana, I'm, I'm like super eager to hear about your path, finding your way to UCI. And I want to just be honest here, by the way, San Diego State uh, is one of the hardest Cal States to get into. UCI is ridiculously tough to get into. So there's so much prestige in those already. But I think we're just used to like Berkeley, UCLA, Harvard, uh, like we, we're used to those names that we hear a lot. Um, and so I understand totally the question and, and the concern from Ms. Trinity. Viviana, what was your path to UCI and, you know, how much prestige played a role into kind of your decision making? Yeah, looking back, um, what is it, like three years ago when I was trying to decide what school I wanted to go to, I was stuck between UCI and UCLA. UCLA had always had my heart. I was like, this is the school I'm going to go to. It's beautiful, the campus. It's just like everything I want. But just like Mia said, after doing research, after having conversations with people, and after walking onto campus at UCI, I decided on UCI. I was like, I want to be an app eater. This is where I want to go. I love the community. I love the people, the location. Everything just like fit in perfectly um, here at UCI, or I'm not at UCI right now, but at UCI, it was just like the school that I felt called to me and like just meant more to me than UCLA, even though it was UCLA. Um, and it's just like over time, these past three years, going into my fourth year, I'm still like extremely happy with the decision I made. I know that I took the most out of it and I'm going into grad school or applying into grad school now. So taking these experiences that I've done, I know that this was the right place for me to be. Um, I think going back on what everyone has been saying, when you're trying to decide between like a prestigious school and just like maybe like a not prestigious, a prestigious school, I don't know like how you would define it, maybe not as well known of a school. Um, it's just really the experiences you take from it. If you go and talk to your professor at um, like, let's say Cal State versus like a private school. If you go to talk to your professors at the Cal State, make an impact, join multiple organizations, um, work alongside like your peers, build things, do things and like get creative at that school, it's gonna be much more um, beneficial to you in the long run than going to a private and kind of just like going off the name alone and just taking classes and just kind of writing your way through. So it's just really dependent on the stuff you're gonna do and the stuff you're gonna take away from the school in the long run. I could, I could not agree more. And as a product of the Cal States, I went to Long Beach, Cal State Long Beach and Cal State Fullerton. Um, it's really about just finding your path where you go there, right? There's there's this really interesting fact the United States has more than 2,200 four-year colleges. That's a lot of schools for us to choose from. And 65% of students who apply to college get in. So most likely Trinity, the odds are forever in your favor, right? Like the um, Hunger Games always says. And so you're gonna get into school. It's just gonna be a matter of you finding the right place for you, the place that will help you shine. And so my recommendation is get picky, block out some of the noise, right? Cause usually that whole prestige conversation, it's usually a lot of noise. Like, oh, my dad went to USC. So like, that's the best school in the world. And then I'll drop like the, hey, you ever thought about going to the Claremont colleges? And people are always like, mm, 
nah, why not? Because they've never heard of the Claremont Colleges, right? And so sometimes prestige is kind of fuzzled in that whole, like, I've heard of it before. Um, Miss Trinity, any thoughts that you wanted to add to that? Yeah, actually, my dad, he um, did go to USC and my mom went to Berkeley. So like ever since I was younger, they've always heard that. And I always thought, oh, I got to get into like one of these big schools. But like now that I think about it, well, like once I started looking at more colleges, I noticed like Princeton, they had like their journalism major, but they didn't really have much for business. And I noticed like um, Northridge University and um, University of San Diego, they had a lot more business majors and like their campus. Like I like that more and they um, like more, I have like a lot of creativity. So they have like a really creative and like fun environment there. So that is definitely something I will look at when I'm applying for colleges. That's awesome. I think uh, Mia and Viviani would probably say, Trinity, you're already ahead of the game. Like you're already thinking about all those things and what pressure to have mom, you know, and dad went to those schools and you feel like you have to get in there, but props to you for already finding other schools that are more catered towards like your specific talents. Um, yeah, this has been great. Mia, I want to kind of throw it your way because Mia is about to step on to San Diego State, a gigantic school, right? And figure out the transition from high school to college. And I remember my freshman year, you know, I took five classes and right away I was like, yo, well, this is different. Like I don't have my teacher telling me I missed an assignment or how much do I have to study or when do I got to do this? What are some of your main like concerns, Mia? Some of your main like apprehensiveness about how to succeed in college? Yeah, so I guess like I have a couple questions for Viviana, kind of like how many classes would you like uh, recommend someone to take per semester and like how do you succeed in those classes? Like do you recommend going to office hours or making study groups or studying independently and all that stuff? Those are some good questions, Vivi. Yeah, so like I think just to kind of add to that, like how many classes? Remember high schoolers like Trinity, I don't know if you knew this, but you can now choose exactly how you want to go to college. Like you can choose whether I want to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursdays and be there all day, take two classes and be a part timer or take like four or five. So this is a really good question. Viviana, what's been your approach? I'm guessing there's some trial and error there, right? Yeah, there definitely is. Like looking back, I would have done things a little bit differently. Um, like with how I took classes and how much workload I took on. Um, but at UCI, we're on the quarter system. So I think San Diego State's on the semester system. I'm not quite yet, right? So um, in the quarter system, you know, we do three quarters. So we change classes every 10 weeks. So things are moving by super quick. So you have to take that into consideration. Um, so my first year, I was only taking 12 units. So three classes, yes, three classes each quarter for my first two quarters. And then spring quarter, I was like, I could do this. This is a piece of cake. So then I took on that extra class and I decided to take my 16 units, which is what I took um, my next two years. And then this past year, I decided to take on five classes. So I was taking 20 units and I was able to do it just because they were classes that I was really passionate about and I loved and they all kind of like went together because it was already like my classes directed towards my major. So that's like things I had to take into consideration. But I think the way to succeed with how you said is definitely going to office hours. I don't think people take advantage of this like 
thing that professors are doing for us. So professors are there and they're kind of sometimes just sitting in their office alone. Just go in there and have a conversation, even if it's not about the class. Just go and talk to them, make that connection with them. And honestly, they can end up being like your mentor. And I've had that experience. And I think it's like super great just to like have that conversation because sometimes they're a little scary since you know, they're really smart, but um, just going and talking to them and having the casual conversation about anything you enjoy and finding things that you find like have in common. Um, also study groups. I recommend going into each of your classes if you don't know anyone and getting at least one phone number from one of your peers when we're back in person, just because it's nice to make friends. And in case you miss something, it's always nice to get notes again. And just like trying to make study groups, trying to meet people. And I think that's always like the best way to approach it. But I think kind of playing it by ear. So your first quarter, you might not want to, or your first semester actually, you might not want to take in too much. Don't be like, I could do it all. I love this. Let me just take it all in. I think just like kind of taking it easy and seeing what classes you're taking before trying to take too much in. Yeah, if I could add to that, um, Mia, I'm guessing when you were in high school, you guys took like seven periods or like six periods, right? And so Trinity, you're probably very similar. So sometimes I think we go into um, college thinking, well, like I'm used to taking seven classes every day. So why would I take only four? Yeah, no, it's totally different. Like I remember every professor saying, for every hour that you spend in my class, you should be spending three hours studying outside of class. I'm like what? Wait, for every hour that I'm in here, I multiply times three. Yeah, the reality guys is that for college to succeed, for you to succeed in college, you should be doing the reading before you go to class because then if you've already read before you go to class then when the professor talks it's not like what is this guy talking about or what is this, what is she talking about it's rather like the professor's adding detail to everything that you're kind of learning and then i think small groups are great because they bring kind of the diversity in your thinking things that you didn't think about right so like we tend to kind of be very like funnel we read something we're like got it i know it i know exactly how this is going and then you sit with a group of four other people and Mia thinks about it differently and Trinity brings in some different perspective. And so suddenly you start to like have this panoramic view of how to see things. Um, and I think that's kind of the purpose of small groups. How do you feel today, Mia, about stepping on a college campus for the first time? When are you going, by the way? Um, so I move in August 19th on my 18th birthday, pretty cool. Um, so that's my move in day. My first day is August 23rd. Um, so yeah, I have 18 units right now because I'm taking like, or I'm taking like two one unit classes for like the honors college. So they're kind of like avid type classes, like what are your resources and stuff? So it's, it's not that much, I think. And then like a five unit Italian class because I have to learn Italian, but other of you said it's good, it's doable, I'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty nervous, but I think it's gonna be fine. I don't know. Um, yeah, like I'm not scared about anything because like, I know, personally, like, I'm not there to like fail. I know I'm going to mess up, but I'm willing to do that. You kind of have to do that to learn, you know? But yeah, I'm just really excited. I'm not, I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah. You, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be afraid. Um, yeah. I think you, you're going to succeed. 18 units makes me yeah. a little nervous because that is a lot. Um, but I know you, you can take it and you'll learn how to succeed along the way. That's kind of part of the process, I think, like learning how to be a great student. That's why it's okay if you struggle a little bit. Just, you'll figure it out. Yeah, Vivi, you wanted to add to that? Yeah, I just want to say I'm really excited for you. Like, you're going to be starting school. And I think 18 units is a little scary to start off with. 
but just go in like read all your um, syllabuses read everything and just go in prepared and feel confident when you go in and I recommend I'm pretty sure it's in person go and introduce yourself to your professor I feel like a lot of people are intimidated by that but just go up and say like hi and you're excited for the semester I think that's a great first impression and just something like I recommend you doing could not agree with that more and and whenever you if you become intimidated by professors Remember the crazy dude at Tutor Zone? He's a college professor. So being a professor doesn't put you on any other platform. It's just you starting to learn a lot about a subject and you're able to obviously tackle that job. And for most of the time, I think professors love getting to know their students and it makes the, the, the connection to the material much more relatable. Miss Trinity, anything else you would like to ask before we call today's conversation? I think it's been really good so far. Yeah, okay, this question, I'm pretty sure it would be for Viviana. I wanted to know, um, what is the most important advice for students to remember throughout college? Just like with all the stressful classes and going, like trying to do extracurriculars, friends, like what's the most important thing to remember? Go for it, Vivi. I wanna hear what you got to say about that. <laughs> um, something I hear time and time again is just taking time to yourself. Yes, college is all about the social life, the academics, but also just take time to figure out who you are in college. Cause you're honestly gonna, you're maturing, you're becoming an adult. So figure out what does it mean to be like me as Viviana or you as Trinity? Like what, who am I becoming? Like, where am I going in life? So taking that time to yourself, you know, practice self care. I think that's really important cause it can become a little bit overwhelming. So just take time. Take a walk um, at UCI, we have the park. So just like us, like we would do over there, what I would do is just taking a walk around the park, you know, getting something to drink and just like spending time on my own. But then also having like that social life and having your study time, just trying to balance everything, but don't take on too much. Just kind of feel it out and see what's right for you. Yeah, for sure. I would say get to know your college. For some of us commuters, I'm glad that Miss Mia is going to be living on campus because when you're a commuter, it's a little trickier. Like you go and then you got to go home or so on. But I didn't realize like my college had a bowling alley until like the third year. I was like, how did I not know about that? I could have been bowling in the middle of classes. So get to know your college. I think that's important. There's so many resources. There's every resource you could imagine. That's the beauty of our, our college campus. Miss Mia, I want to take that question really quick to you. But rather than what is the most uh, important advice about succeeding in college, what's the most kind of important advice to you about how to kind of end up as a incoming college student, feeling confident about the way you approach the admissions process. Like what, what advice would you give students like Trinity who are starting to think now about the schools that they pick, how they go about the applications and so on, so that they feel like good about it when they're all done. What would be your advice about that? Yeah, so, um, a big thing with me, like if I were to get like rejected or waitlisted at a school, like my first um, reaction would be like, okay, like why would I want, why am I being sad about not getting into school that isn't the best fit for me? That's all it's telling me. It's not saying you're not good enough. It's not saying, you know, like you, your GPA wasn't high enough. You didn't do enough. It's just saying, we don't think you're the right fit here. So I'm glad that they're pointing me in the right direction. Um, so yeah, I feel really happy that I got rejected from the schools I got rejected to that I got waitlisted at those schools because it pointed me to where I'm supposed to be, which is San Diego State. And I know like I put my best foot forward. I know I did as much as I can. I talked about um, my stuff with Manuel as much as I can. Um, and yeah, like I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be because 
that's just how it is. You know, like if the schools wanted me to be there, they would have told me yes. If they didn't want to be there, they told me no. And that's perfectly fine. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, it obviously worked out with San Diego School. I think it's a perfect fit for me. I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. So, yeah. That's great advice. I like that. I like that very much. Let's finish with this. Miss Trinity, you got a chance to kind of obviously do a lot of the listening, um, but you're about to be the one who like really goes to action and, and kind of finds your own path. All your friends are going to start asking you now for like advice since you're suddenly the pro. What would you tell all your high school senior friends like when you guys are hanging out, having some frugo or something like, hey, guys, this is what I recommend after listening to, you know, a, a college student succeed and then an awesome incoming you know, freshman as well. What would your advice be for the rest of your friends now about anything in general? Um. I think I'd start by like talking about the application process. I would just tell them to just be themselves and like don't disregard anything. Like when you're thinking about your past, don't like take anything out of your essay to talk about it with others and see what they think would be unique about you. And then you can add on to that. And then also once you're in college, don't go for like what people are, like all the colleges that are well known and like the really big schools go for what fits you best. And once you're in college, don't, like try to over like over um pack your your workload because just because you did really good with a lot of classes in high school doesn't mean it's going to be the same in college and just to make sure like you remember to take care of yourself and like relax don't stress or else it would just be a really stressful and not a fun experience when college is supposed to be fun like furthering your education doing what you love yeah that's good that's wow that was very well all summarized uh, thank you guys so much for being a part of this conversation. I really hope that high school seniors especially listen to this as I know that the whole admissions process can be very stressful. But in summary, to kind of take it all away, I think Miss Mia did a really good job of kind of reminding us all to find our own path. How important it is to just feel confident with when you get supposedly a rejection, it's really just a reassurement that your best option is yet to come. And then I like really how Miss Viviana takes us to college is about finding yourself and finding your path. So it all is interconnected, right? This whole admissions process and this whole process of writing essays is to start bringing out the really unique qualities of you. And then college continues with that process of where you continue to find that. And so I, I know that because of the time I spent with Mia, she's she really knows like she's got these cornerstones of unique qualities that she has, right? Programs that she's about, people she's speaking up after. And now college is gonna become this really meaningful experience where she's gonna find a way to take those things to the next level. So somehow, some way I'm getting a hold of Mia in about five years just to see what college did to her. Uh, and I'm excited to kind of hear where Miss Trinity ends up. So thank you guys so much for this conversation. It's been great. Thank you for joining Tutor Zone, where a little time makes a big difference. Look forward to hearing you at the next podcast.